Hello, and welcome to The Midlife with Kimberly Sampson and Tracy Feldstein. If you're over 40 and under dead, you're in the right place. Hey there, I'm Kimberly Sampson, and welcome to The Midlife Podcast, where we discuss tools and strategies to turn your midlife crisis into your midlife transformation. Some of what you'll hear is from the recipe I use to get myself out of my own midlife funk. Some of what we'll discuss draws on my career in finance and banking and my experiences with entrepreneurship. All of it, my personal experience and my professional expertise are yours to help you design your next best chapter and thrive. We'll also have a special segment called Reinvented sprinkled in every few weeks. You'll hear from inspiring women who have changed course after 40, proving it's never too late to start something new. Join me. Hello, friends, and welcome to The Midlife. Has this ever happened to you? You're super fired up to make a big change in your life. Maybe it's anything from a personal project to pursuing a new degree, career, or business idea. But before you can even get going, life gets in the way. What you were going to do today gets pushed to tomorrow. Tomorrow becomes next Tuesday, and next Tuesday becomes, remember that time I was going to take the world by storm? I wanted to talk about the life gets in the way part today in the hopes that if we identify it, we can deal with it and take it out of the equation. Let's first acknowledge that as women, we naturally find ourselves in the role of being in charge of other people's well-being and that said other people are relying on us in a way that their lives just don't function without our contributions. I'm talking about spouses, children, parents, business partners, clients, coworkers, That's a lot of people asking for a lot of things from us. A lot. Is it any wonder that we find ourselves running out of time to do the things we want to? I want to share with you a technique for managing those responsibilities and in turn freeing up time and space for you to pursue things that are going to be fun and rewarding and make you feel like you're living a fulfilling life. When you have an obstacle, it's best to first name it. I call this obstacle OPS. Short for other people's shit. OPS is a broad, far-reaching category that encompasses any ask that does not contribute to your personal goals for well-being. It's basically any place someone has asked you to be that you can't say no to. Kid has a doctor appointment or game or performance. Important for sure, but OPS. Sales meeting with your boss. Fireable offense for missing, but it doesn't help you meet your sales goals. OPS. Your mother needs a ride to get her hair cut. Mm, can you get away with sending an Uber? If not, OPS. When you sit down to plan out your week, and eek, I hope you sit down and give some consideration to the week ahead on a regular basis, the first thing you should put down on your calendar is OPS. It's happening. It's unavoidable. See it in print not only for the time it'll take up, but more importantly, for the time it leaves available for you to attend to the goals you're setting for yourself. I think we tend to get bogged down in OPS and we let it completely suck the energy out of us. It becomes like a bad hangover that you then have to recover from, eating away at more time. And there are times in our lives when OPS is pervasive. You may look at your calendar and it is wall-to-wall OPS. We certainly have chapters like that. What I don't want you to do is waste the time between OPS just recovering and waiting. I'm talking about using that as snack time or social media scrolling. 
or any other mindless activity that you use as an excuse to feel busy while actually accomplishing nothing, or that you convince yourself you've earned because of all the time you just spent in the service of others. It's not truly restful time. It's just avoidance. As you start to add OPS to your calendar every week, I want you to spend some time analyzing it. First, are you saying yes to some people that don't qualify for the time block? My hard and fast rule is that truly, the only people that deserve my full time and attention are the people that live under my roof. Not only are they my ride and die, but they are my ride and drop everything. I gave the example before of your mother or your boss, and yes, sometimes you are going to extend them the benefit of your OPS time. But if it's too much, if they are abusing your generous nature, it's time to build some boundaries. If it's a question of your mental and physical health, by all means, start handing out some stone-cold no's. But if you're just feeling irritated, but also obligated, may I introduce you to the yes but. Sure, the ask is still OPS, but you have the power to slot it in when possible to where it works for you. You are not obligated to be at a client's beck and call if they're asking for a meeting when it's your exercise time. Yes, we can meet, but after 10. Or your mom needs that ride and wants to go during rush hour, which will turn her one-hour excursion into a one and a half or more. Sure, mom, but make the appointment for Tuesday at 11. You need to give yourself a little grace about OPS. For the most part, it really is out of your control, and it will leave less time for you to focus on all the good things you're planning for your next chapter. Do yourself a favor and be okay with it. Remember the gray area. All is not lost today or this week because some OPS has popped up. If you are focused on your goals and have crafted a plan with actionable steps, you keep working those steps. Maybe three things get accomplished this week when you were really hoping for six. Be satisfied with whatever forward progress you make rather than beat yourself up about the remaining portion not completed. You're still closer to that goal than if you completely give in to the OPS and do nothing. We've talked before about the difference between being a martyr and a warrior. This is an important time to lead with your warrior. Be grateful that you have people who believe they can rely on you. Embrace the extra time you're spending with a loved one. If the OPS is work-related, Think about what you can take away from that experience that could be worthwhile or a learning opportunity. That destructive martyr has a tendency to rear her ugly head when we feel our time is being spent out of our control. Don't let her make you resentful for the task at hand. All you serve to do then is compromise the relationship you have with the people who need you right now. And don't think you can actually hide that shit. Anger and resentment is palpable. The antidote to OPS is being crystal clear on the areas of your life that energize you and bring you satisfaction. As much as you can formally schedule OPS every week, you can also schedule time blocks for the interests or ventures you're pursuing. Start treating yourself with the same devotion and commitment that you afford others. Make time and space for your shit, no matter how big or small. I'm talking about your exercise or calling or seeing a friend or scheduling time to devote to that class you signed up for or that topic you want to research more in depth. I'm talking especially about blocking off time to grow the business you've been dreaming about or crafting that product you want to bring to market. I want you to stop letting your time evaporate into the service of others. I think you have to know that OPS really never goes away, and that's a good thing. Oh, you may joke for a hot minute that it would be glorious to have all your time to yourself, but think of what you'd be giving up. 
That's a trade-off I'm certain you wouldn't make. Being needed is exhausting, yes, but it's also a privilege to have people to care for that care about you. Now, if you're not planning your week ahead and you're living at the mercy of OPS because you haven't come up with something better to do with your time, I want you to come hang out with me September 14th or 15th for my free workshop, What Do I Want to Be When I Grow Up? Midlife Edition. I did this workshop over the summer and it was really fun. For a change, I don't just talk at you. You get a chance to participate. There's a link to reserve your seat for either date in the show notes. Think of it as a podcast, but you get to be there in person. 